doesn't need his Welcome name Welcome to Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm Smokey, recording live from New York City, although you'll get this on a little bit of tape delay. We're here to predict week four of the college games and tell you what we think with the spreads. My partner, live from D.C., is the Beltway Bandit. He's got a little bit better of a vocabulary than Janice Winston, and we're going to bring him on right now. What's happening over there, Bandit? Bandit, things are uh, smoky. This is the Bandit, and things are great here in D.C. And uh, Did you just call him Janice Winston, or was that Jameis Winston? I think I called you Janice Winston, but uh, yeah, I think you got a little bit better vocabulary than both Janice and Jameis Winston. <laughs> very, very good. Very good, Smokey. Well, this week we got, we got three really big games that we're going to highlight. Uh, we're going to talk about our Gators going to Tuscaloosa to, to take, uh, take the field against Alabama. We're going to talk about another SEC matchup. We've got a big game between Mississippi State and LSU. And our big finish, we're going to be talking about Janice Winston, also known as Jameis Winston, and his Florida State Seminoles playing against Clemson. Um, let's get into the records, uh, Smokey. I've got to tell you, I, what wasn't so good last week, what wasn't as good, what wasn't up to my standards for you? I yeah, I, well, I, I have an excuse. I was at a wedding, so I half-assed it last week. Okay, you, you half-assed your listening because your picks weren't made from a wedding. Your picks were from the studio. So are you saying that you impact the games when you're, when you're watching them, that, uh, that, that, you have that, that you can sway the line one way or the other? Yeah, I have that kind of mojo running. <laughs> Very good. Well, well, Smokey, last week you were 9-10. and 10. Um, We had one game that was a push. Normally we do 20 games on the show. Uh, you went 9-10. and 10. Uh, That's right below the Mendoza line. But, um, but it's not too bad. You're, you're, you're still above 50% on the season, so, so you're, you're good. And uh, uh, I did 11, a little bit better. I did 11-8. and eight. Um, I'm picking at about 59% on the season. So uh, my target is to get 60%. I feel like anybody who tells you that they're, they're going to pick, you know, uh, uh, you know, 75% of the games is just lying. I mean, Vegas is very good at setting these spreads. I think that if you can get 60%, you're doing pretty damn well for yourself. Well, I honored our agreement. Since I didn't go 500, I cut off my pinky, so I have nine fingers left for the remainder of the season. So I better go 500 the rest of the way. <laughs> very good, very good. And we're going to add two, uh, two new bits or two new uh, uh, points in the show. We're going to each have a lock of the week uh, this week. So when we get to a game and you think it's a lock, um, I already have mine starred on my sheet. Now we'll get to it when the game comes. But if you have a lock of the week, you lock it in, and uh, that'll be your lock of the week, and then I'll have my lock of the week. So let's get into the games. Um, first game we got, we're going to cover a Thursday night game. We got Auburn uh, minus nine. Uh, uh, Going to Kansas State, Auburn uh, nine-point favorite at Kansas State. Who you like? You know, it's interesting because in past I've always Kansas State. The last few years has been better than Kansas. I think this year Kansas is better. I think that's happening in a couple places. I like Auburn. I think Auburn should cover this spread. Uh, I know it's a Thursday night game. Maybe they should win by about eleven or twelve. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on the Auburn pick. I'll say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and lock in Auburn. They're not my lock of the week. Uh, I am nervous about the Thursday night away game that you're the uh, away team favorite. I, 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 I hate those games. I feel like they're trap games, short week. But really, I don't think Kansas State is that good. I do think that they're better than Kansas, but I think that Auburn is going to run the ball all over them. Uh, Kansas State does not have a very good run defense. Auburn runs the ball very well. That's going to be the difference in this game. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, you know a short prep week. 
So I don't think Auburn would beat them as bad as they would beat them on a Saturday, but I do think Auburn covers the spread. Yeah, and I think that's why the, the line's only at nine. Yeah. I, I, I think Vegas has taken to, uh, that into account. I think normally this, this line should be about 14. Well, uh, just like I don't like starting my fantasy football guys on a Thursday night, I don't like betting the Thursday night game, so I will not be touching this game. Okay, well, I will be touching this game. I had good mojo uh, last uh, Friday night. I like sometimes if I like a matchup, I'll take it. I do like Auburn here enough to play some action on it. Um, the next game we got is the Friday night game, uh, and that's UConn uh, giving, uh, getting two points at South Florida. Again, South Florida is a two-point favorite at home. Who you like? Would anybody be watching this game if there wasn't money being bet on it? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, this, this game is going to be horrible. It, it's two bad teams, just you know, uh, a war of attrition of, of who's going to suck less. Hold on, let me flip my coin. Okay, I'm going with USF. Okay, you got USF. I'm going to flip the coin, and I'm going to go the other way. I, I, I've said the entire show, the entire uh, time we've been doing the show, that USF this year is horrible. I'm going to stick with that, with that theory, and I'm going to say that somehow UConn wins this game by a field goal. Um, all right, next game, we're going to go to the noon games on Saturday. We're going to cover three of these. Nooner. We got, well, I'm sorry, what was that? Nooner. 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 Uh, all right, we got Iowa uh, at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a seven-point favorite. Who do you like? I like Pitt. Iowa is terrible. Uh, they lost to Iowa State last week. Uh, Pitt, they always disappoint me, but I am going to take Pitt minus seven. All right, all right. I, I too, am going to take the fighting Dave Wanstotts. And I'm going to take Pitt minus seven. Um, I think that this is a very talented Pitt team. Uh, I think that they, they, they will do well. I think that, that against Iowa, you know, Iowa just lost to Iowa State. I didn't think much of Iowa State uh, before going into that game, but I did think that that was going to be close. We were right about that. Um, Pittsburgh rolls here. All right, next game uh, we got. We got my Troy Trojans going into Georgia. Didn't the uh, fighting Hagenbachs get destroyed last weekend? The Hagenbachs. Uh, did get destroyed by, I, well, they didn't get destroyed, but they lost, I believe, to Abilene Christian. Um, That's what I, I it was. I did not lay any action on that game. I, I didn't care to bet the Abilene Christian-Troy matchup, but they did get beat, and that's, uh, that's not a good sign. Um, this, uh, this Troy team is not your Hagenbach's uh, Troy team. It's a very bad Troy team. I'm just going to alert everybody. I got the Troy mojo going, but um, this, this is a team that cannot stop the run. That's that's really the problem here. Uh, I'm going to say it bluntly. They suck. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They do. They allowed 267 yards against uh, UAB in the loss there. Uh, we know Georgia can run the ball. Um, they, they got a guy that's pretty good there. When did Abilene or whatever their name is, Christian, even get a football team? That's all I want to know. I, I have no idea. They they uh, they're obviously not a Division One team, unless I don't know. They're 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 sprouting up all over the place, Division One teams. But I like Georgia minus forty one, even with that amount of points to cover. What who do you like? I think Georgia crushes them. Um, you know, forty nine nothing, maybe forty nine seven, which would I guess, you know, it's going to leave you you sweating a little close there. But I, I wouldn't touch Troy. I would definitely take the Georgia side. Sweating like Smokey at a at a wedding, there, huh? Sweating uh, like Smokey, sweating like Smokey eating some good barbecue. <laughs> Very good. Next, we got the Georgia Tech 
Uh, Yellow Jackets, we got them going to Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech is a nine-point favorite at home. Who do you like? Yeah, I, I watched the Virginia Tech game last week, and gosh, I was just rooting for them to lose, so I, could, I enjoyed that, but... I just don't have any faith in Georgia Tech. I'm, I think I'm always betting against them. I, I think they did cover last week Georgia Tech, but uh, I'm, I'm going with Virginia Tech in this one. Okay, our, 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 uh, Georgia Tech is still a triple option team. That's correct. They're, they're, they're still the triple option, which, as uh, Smokey says, works against who? 1940s football teams. That's right, that's right. If you're playing a 1940s football team, it works, but otherwise it doesn't. Here, I agree with you. Virginia Tech should cover uh, the spread. I think there's an overreaction to the ECU loss, the loss against East Carolina. East Carolina is a decent team, and we're going to get to them next, but I think that uh, Virginia Tech is going to cover Frank tonight. Beamer's going to be riding them like Zorro in practice this week, so I like Virginia <laughs> Tech. Very good, very good. All right, we got North Carolina at East Carolina we got East Carolina, only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to say that, and that's going to kind of give away who I like here. But who do you like? You know, I know little to next to nothing about North Carolina or North Carolina State, but I'm going to go with ECU. They'll probably have a letdown, but uh, I'll probably be taking ECU minus the two. I, I, I like them. It, it, it's two-and-a-half points. I still like them, you know, uh, to, to win this game by a touchdown. They played South Carolina tough. South Carolina's uh, a pretty good ball club. They beat Virginia Tech, although they got out to an early lead and almost blew that lead. But at the same time, I think that they're significantly better than North Carolina. I think they win this game. Yeah. Um, All right. So here we go. We got Utah. Uh, Not your Urban Meyer Utah team and not uh, whoever coached after him. At Michigan, uh, not your Rich Rodriguez Michigan. But Utah uh, is getting four and a half points. Michigan's a four and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? I keep flip-flopping like a fat man on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Flopping like a fat man. Flopping like a fat man. I think I'm settling on the Michigan side. I mean, Michigan is awful. Utah, I think Utah State is supposed to be better than Utah. Um, I I think I'm taking Michigan minus the four. Okay, well, I'm going to take the Mormons here. I'm going to take the Utah uh, uh, in the points. I think this is going to be a close game. I'll take them in the four and a half and hope that they uh, they lose a close game. And, and, and in fact, uh, uh, Smokey, I think Utah is actually the good Utah team and that Utah State is the bad Utah team, but we'll see uh, uh, later on uh, who's correct on that one. Um, all right, now we got Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers at Navy. Navy a six-point favorite. Who you got? Yeah, I think Navy just runs all over Rutgers. Um I'm going to take Navy minus the six. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I looked at this, and I, I really do think that Navy can run the ball all over Rutgers. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that they're going to run the ball, but I think somehow Rutgers is going to, is going to uh, keep this a close game. Um, I do think Navy runs the ball over them. I do think that somehow Navy has some turnovers and that this game is closer than six points. So I agree with you that Navy's going to run the ball
like? I like Alabama. I mean, I did not get to see the Florida game last weekend like you did, but from everything I read and listened to, Florida, it was a tale of two halves. Games at Alabama, I will not be touching this game with my own money, but for the podcast, I'm taking Alabama. I think they win by 21 to 28. Okay. I completely agree with you. Uh, you know, we're, we're both Florida fans. We're both uh, uh, University of Florida graduates. And you know what? The thing is, is that Alabama is significantly better than Florida. Florida, I thought Kentucky, as I said uh, last week, they're a better team than people think. They're, they're going to be a decent SEC team this year. Uh, they're certainly not the worst in the SEC. I think that, that, that honor goes to Vanderbilt this year. But Alabama is going to cover this 15 and um, I, I may actually be breaking my cardinal rule again and betting against the Gators here. But um, yeah, I'm something tells me I think I'm going to take them. Something tells me that the combination of Nick Satan and uh, what's the offensive coordinator's name? Lane Kiffin, the love child of Saban and Lane Kiffin. Yeah, something tells me that they really want to pile it on, even though Florida is not as good as we used to be. So I wouldn't be surprised if they they really want to beat that spread. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, as I said uh, a couple shows ago, Saban wants there's a little bit of a beauty contest to get into the playoffs, and uh, Alabama's the front runner, and they want to beat everybody's family. But we both agree on that one. Um, here's an intriguing game because I haven't seen this team that, that that's at home in this game, and that and it's BYU is at home, and uh, they're playing Virginia, and BYU is a 14 point favorite. I haven't seen much of BYU this season, but what little I have seen, they look really good. Um, who do you like in this one? Uh, again, I'm flip-flopping like a fat man in bed because <laughs> last week. That's not a that's not a visual I want to get in my head, nor do our listeners. But, but okay, so how how about if I flip-flop like a naked fat man in bed? That, that is <laughs> nothing better. Okay, we're going the wrong way there. Any last week I said Virginia was awful. Their defense is much better than I thought it is. I'm taking Virginia and the points in this game. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really interesting. I, I keep thinking that Virginia is not that good. They're better than we think that they're better than we think they are. Okay, I I have notes in here that I have a lean towards BYU in this game. Now, based on hold on, a lean like a fat man. A, a lean, a lean like a fat man at the uh, at a buffet. He's Ooh. leaning over the sneeze bar. That's a pretty big <laughs> lean. That's a pretty big lean. Um, towards BYU, I am going to go, and I'm going to switch. I'm, I'm switching. Uh, I, I think that um, you convinced me. I'm going to take Virginia in this one. We're going to agree on this one. I'm going to take Virginia in the points, and I, uh, ho- hopefully you're right about this one, um, but I'm going to blame you if I, uh, if, if I get it wrong. So it's a win-win for me. Oh, that's not um, fair. <laughs> um, uh, all right, now we got Texas A&M uh, at uh, Southern Methodist SMU. Uh, Texas A&M is a 34-and-a-half-point favorite now. The line's gone up a little bit from 33. Uh, who you like here? I like Texas A&M just because I could never see myself betting on the other side on this one. I mean, A&M's got that explosive offense. I, I haven't gotten to see A&M since they beat South Carolina, but uh, I'm going to take the A&M side on this one. You know, I, I think that you, you follow a lot of the country and that a lot of, a, a lot of people haven't seen Texas A&M since the, they blew out South Carolina, and then they, they, they saw South Carolina beat Georgia. So they're, uh, they're looking at this game and they're saying, like, okay, well, like, Texas A&M is for real and they're a really good team. Um, I, I bet against them last week against Rice, and they did not cover the spread. 
uh, you were really close on your uh, your prediction of the score. I think you said forty eight to ten, and I think the game was like thirty eight to ten or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. But but um, but yeah, I think that this is just too many points here. I think that Texas A&M has got to get into their SEC schedule, and I think they're going to try not to uh, not not to run up the score too much against uh, SMU. I'm going to take SMU in the points here. It didn't SMU actually. I think Eric Dickerson is calling for the program to get shut down. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that again. Yeah, it wasn't bad enough that Dickerson was part of the reason that SMU got the death penalty. Now he thinks the program should be just shut down. And June Jones, who I've hated ever since his negative comments against Tebow, I guess, did he resign or something? SMU is just an absolute mess. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they are a mess. Um, I like they, uh, they had a walk-on quarterback that was playing last year. I haven't seen much of them this year. Uh, I like stories like that. You know, walk-on comes on and, and becomes a Division One A starting QB. I like that, but you're right. The program's in absolute shambles. Well, um, but I'm still going to take him in the points. Well, this is, this, is a good time. this is a good time to tell the listeners about our email <clears throat> and maybe throw out a question for the listeners. How many high school football teams in the state of Texas can beat SMU? And we'd like to hear from you. You can email us at Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com or tweet us in just Smokey Bandit CFB and uh, let us know how many high school football teams in the state of Texas can beat SMU. Very good, very good. I like it. I like it. And you know what? We're getting uh, uh, so many emails. Uh, you know, if you send us an email, your chances of it getting on the podcast are pretty high here. Um, I, I will. I will say that. Okay. The next game we've got is we've got Indiana at Missouri. Missouri's a fourteen point favorite. Who you like? I like Missouri, and I'm going out as my lock of the week on Missouri. Oh, it's the lock of the week. We need some All theme right. music or something here. Oh, that's that, that's a good lock. I had that. I I had Missouri. I like Missouri as well. So that probably tells you that you're right. Um, I like it as the lock. But I'm not going to take it as my lock because I, I, I don't want us to have the same lock of the week. That would really be putting all of our eggs in one proverbial basket. I believe Missouri has covered the spread, haven't they? Uh, you, you might know, know if you have the numbers there in every game this season. They have. They have. They're, they're uh, uh, undefeated against the spread, 3-0. and So uh, Missouri is looking good uh, right now. So, yeah, the um, Indiana's just just not a very good team. Um, I'm surprised that this, this, this spread was only 14 points. Yeah, Big Ten uh, football's a joke. They had that great pass offense a couple of years ago where they were just lighting up people uh, on offense, just couldn't play any defense. Um, this year, I just I, I don't know uh, what they have. It doesn't seem like they have very much. And it looks like the Big Ten's horrible. Like, well, I mean, uh, can, can you, can you, you know, help the listeners out and understand what's going on with the Big Ten? When you're the joke of the Big Ten like Indiana, that's really bad. Yeah, when you can't when you can't beat Bowling Green, who is who they lost to last week, and um, you know, and, and when you're the joke, and when you're the butt of uh, the Big Ten, that's that, that, that's not a good place to be. Missouri's a pretty decent SEC team. So uh, they, when uh, Illinois schedules you as their cupcake homecoming game, that's bad. I don't know if that's the case, but I, I imagine they tried to schedule Indiana as their homecoming game. Sounds good enough for me. It sounds good enough for me. Okay, we've got a, a, another highlight game that we're going to get to here. We got a big SEC matchup here. We got Mississippi State uh, going to LSU. 
Um, it's a night, uh, Saturday night game there in the bayou. Uh, the uh, LSU Tigers are a 10-point favorite. Who you like? I'm going with CCR, born on the bayou. I'm taking LSU in this one. I think they win by 14-17. to 17. Okay, I think that you uh, have a bias against Mississippi State. I'll say it right now. I think Mississippi State is a good Mississippi team. I don't think they're as good as Ole Miss, but I think that it's close. I think Mississippi State is going to surprise LSU. I got this on upset alert right here. I think Mississippi State wins this game outright. You see, you you called me out. Yes, I have a problem with inbred football teams like Mississippi State. (laughs) If you're you're in the South and an inbred team, then uh, Smokey's not going to want to bet on you. But I'm going to take Mississippi State in the 10 points. I'm taking Um, LSU. Speaking of uh, Southern inbred areas, we've got uh, Northern Illinois – uh, traveling to Arkansas, uh, Northern Illinois uh, is getting 14 and a half points. The line went down because there's some action on uh, uh, probably uh, uh, Northern Illinois in this one. Um, Arkansas, 14 and a half point favorite. Who you like? Arkansas coming off that big win at Texas Tech, which I believe I did call correctly last week. You did. You did. Okay, so I got one game right last week. I'm going with Arkansas. I think they're, you know, they're not much better than last year, but they are better than last year. Northern Illinois, they should beat them about 49 to 7. Okay. Well, I you know, Arkansas is definitely wanting to run the ball and they they were able to do that against Texas Tech very well. Um, Northern Illinois, I think, can give them a little bit of problems on defense. I don't think they're going to be as efficient running the ball. I think Northern Illinois covers the 14-and-a-half. Now, i got to tell you, if this line goes down below 14, I'm probably flipping the other way. But I think they're going to keep it to just at two touchdowns, and I think uh, Northern Illinois will cover the spread here. Um, another, you, that's because uh, you're ashamed of your Arkansas roots. I am. I, I am ashamed of the, uh, I, I, uh, the Arkansas roots. Uh, they, uh, I don't, as I said before, I don't think Arkansas is even the best team in Arkansas. I think Arkansas State might actually be a little bit better. But um, they looked cer- certainly the, the Hogs looked really good uh, last week against Texas Tech, so you got to give them the credit there. Um, all right, next we got uh, another SEC matchup. we got South Carolina traveling to Vanderbilt. South Carolina is a 22.5-point favorite. Who you got? It's a big spread. I think South Carolina does have a little bit of a letdown this week. I just can't touch Vandy. They're that bad. I'm going to take South Carolina minus the 225 I have said this entire year that I bet on Vanderbilt in week one against Temple. Uh, when we knew nothing about Vandy, we thought that maybe they were going to be you know, somewhat uh, decent SEC team. They were horrible against Temple. I told uh, our, our listeners and, and I said on the podcast that I would be going against them the entire uh, uh, length of the, uh, uh, of the season. So I am either not touching this game or I am going with South Carolina. Actually, I like the point spread here for South Carolina. I think that they cover this. I think South Carolina wins by by 30-plus here. Did you take Vandy the first week because you thought James Franco was still their coach? James Franco. No, no, no. It's, it's not James Franco. It's James Franklin. Oh, well, it's, Frank- James Franco has so many jobs that I thought it was the actor James Franco. Yeah, and if James Franco's listening, he can uh, he can shoot us an email and he can he can let us know who he oh, likes. Some of these. I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure he is too. Um, okay, so now we've got Georgia Southern. We 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 had the whole question about who's Georgia Southern, who's Georgia State. Um, this game is probably not going to be on television anywhere, but it's an interesting line. That's why I included it. Um, we got Georgia Southern at South Alabama. 
South Alabama has only been playing football since about, you know, 2009, really. Uh, Georgia Southern uh, beat our Florida Gators last year uh, in that infamous backup game where we played all of our backups. Uh, Georgia Southern is getting two and a half points at South Alabama. Who do you like? I love Georgia Southern. I believe they put up 38 points last week. I am... I don't know what it is. Uh, Georgia Southern, ever since they beat Florida, they've made a believer out of me. I think they win this game outright. Yeah, I think they win this game outright. I'm tempted to make it my lock of the week, but I'm not going to. i got another game circled on here that we're going to get to, but I'm taking Georgia Southern as well and the points, and I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty confident about that. Uh, we feel good about it. Um, and we're sure it's Georgia Southern and not Georgia State. We're positive it's Georgia Southern, okay. not Georgia State. We, okay. uh, we, we got that one figured out. Um, next, we've got Oklahoma traveling to West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma is an eight-point favorite. Uh, who you like? This was my other decision for lock of the week, but I, I went with Missouri. I think Oklahoma covers this game easily. I just have no faith in West Virginia. I think Oklahoma's on a mission to beat teams and beat them big, so I'm taking Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I think West Virginia is an improving team. I think that they're 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 a decent team, and I think the the spread already reflects a lot of respect for West Virginia. I would be straightforward on that. It's only eight points uh, against a team that is is arguably one of the top three in the nation uh, in Oklahoma. Um, I think eight points is too little. I think it's too much respect for West Virginia. I, I do think the program's coming along, but I like Oklahoma as well. Um, all right, we've got Miami. Uh, that's Miami of Florida uh, traveling to Nebraska. Nebraska's a seven-point favorite. Who do you like? Uh, you know, in 1986, this would have been a big game. <laughs> yeah, we would have had Jimmy Johnson and Tom Osborne on the sideboard. Yeah, I, I'm taking Nebraska. The Hurricanes are not only awful, I think they've lost their zest for playing football. So I'm taking Nebraska. How does the U lose the zest for playing football? I guess they just don't have the, the bankroll uh, right now to allow the players to have the incentives. When you hit your 674th violation in like three years, I think that has something to do with it. Is Brock Berlin still the quarterback there, or is he, uh, has he moved on to greener pastures? Brock Berlin is uh, playing football in Iraq now. <laughs> he's gone down from the Canadian League to the Europe League to now he's in the Iraqi League. The, the uh, Iraqi Federation of Football or whatever. <laughs> Very good. They're the, uh, they're the biggest threat to America other than ISIS. Yes. Uh, all right, so I agree with you. I like Nebraska as well to cover the seven points. Um, we got a game that uh, there's been a lot of action on Cal in this game, actually bringing the point spread down. We got Cal traveling to Arizona Cal, uh, Arizona is a nine-point favorite, uh, down from an 11-point favorite. Uh, who do you like here? What I learned in the limited football that I saw in week three, both Arizona teams are not as good as I thought they were. Interesting, interesting. I noticed that when I looked at the scores, but uh, Cal is awful. Nyan Botang is not walking through those doors. <laughs> Neither is Deshaun Jackson. By the way, do you think we're the first people in five years to mention Nyan Botang on any kind of a football podcast? I, I think that's right. I think I think mentioning Nyan Botang is is going deep into the vault. I think Arizona. Players. I still think Arizona should cover this. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. I, I think that's a good observation about Arizona and Arizona State. Not as good as we thought. Um, 
but at the same time, I think Cal is as bad as we thought, although, you know, they certainly surprised Northwestern week one. I think Arizona covers these nine points uh, and, and does it walking away. All right, um, next game we've got, we've got Louisiana Lafayette, uh, directional Louisiana, basically, not to be confused with Monroe, Monroe or Tech, traveling to Boise State. Boise State's a 17-point favorite. Who you like? Like I said, I always get my Lafayette and Monroe confused. Boise State is not running that Statue of Liberty play. They don't have the same coach, but I still think Boise State should cover this spread. I'm probably not touching it in my personal finances, but for the podcast, I'm going with Boise State. Okay, kind of a, 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 a not-too-sure uh, endorsement from Smokey there on Boise State. Not as comfortable as a fat man at a buffet on this one. <laughs> We're using a lot of fat men at buffets and laying naked in bed on the podcast, so that's going to provide a lot of good visuals for, for our listeners. Um, i got to tell you, I, I love Boise State in this game. I think Louisiana Lafayette has got to travel some ridiculous distance. Uh, to get up there to play uh, Boise State, it's going to be like uh, an 11 o'clock game. I hate to do this because it's going to make me watch this game very closely, but I'm going to pick it as my lock of the week. I'm locking in Boise State to cover the 17 against Louisiana Lafayette. It's going to force me to watch it. I'm going to uh, stay up late. Uh, it's going to really upset the misses, but I'm doing it. Uh, I, I got a feeling that the Smurf turf, power is still there and that Boise State rolls in this one. Well, I'll be out Saturday night, so you'll have to be texting me what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure you'll be giving me all kinds of business about... Uh, I think it, I'm it. leaving at 10.30 p.m., so uh, I'll definitely <laughs> that's, be out. That's when, that's when you start, that's what, that's when you start the, the, the party, right? It doesn't get started until... That's when anyway. Smokey starts uh, to get rolling. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we got our big finish. Uh, here we go. Big game of the week. Uh, we got Clemson traveling to the number one team in the country, Florida State Seminoles. We got Florida State. They used to be a 20-point favorite, but then uh, Jameis Winston had to open his mouth on campus and say a bunch of vulgar things. Now they're only a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you like? So it's down to 16-and-a-half, Jameis FTP Winston. <laughs> hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, it stands for something that we cannot repeat on air, by the way. We are a family-friendly show. Uh, I'm going to take Florida State to cover. I don't think Clemson's that good, and who knows? I'm sure Florida State, you know, they pay their athletes pretty good, so I'm sure they got a pretty good backup QB there. I think they probably do have a pretty good backup, and they probably do pay the athletes pretty well. I want to be clear that you know to our listeners, and I had to explain this to Smokey earlier today, it's actually... F-H-R-I-T-P, or something along those lines. I shortened it for I shortened it, it for recording purposes and length. <laughs> Very good. Um, I, I think this is ridiculous, and, and I wanted to, to give us a little bit of time on the show to talk about this one. Um, Jameis Winston, how much has he hurt his uh, draft stock? In like the, between the crab legs of Publix that he's shoplifting, between the latest outburst, I mean, what what, what is he? What, how does how, you know? How does he go into the NFL? What what round do you see him getting picked? Don't forget the rape that wasn't a rape. Oh yeah, there, there's all kinds of, of warning uh, uh, and red flags on this guy. Where, where where do you think he falls in the NFL draft? Considering what's going on in the NFL present day and how seriously the NFL is actually taking you know w- abusing women and ch- and child abuse, 
I'm thinking he could fall to a fourth or fifth round draft pick. Yeah, I, I, I think that's absolutely right. I think that, that the, uh, uh, the, the owners in the NFL and the, the general managers, I can see the interview with Winston during the combine. And, you know, you see the old movies where the guy is in front of the principal and he's got his uh, permanent file, and the really bad kids have the really thick file. I can see it looking like that for Jameis Winston. When he goes in, they've got like this huge stack of things, and they just got to go through. Okay, so this this rape conviction or didn't happen. You know, this this went through. You shoplifted this. You got on a table and and you said some you know vulgarities and shouted them out. And you know that's the thing in today's modern uh, 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 society with social media, people were tweeting as he was doing it. Is the thing. So this this news was out as it was happening on Twitter that. Uh, uh, that James Winston was on a table screaming uh, these obscenities uh, in, in the middle of, uh, of campus. Well, my favorite was my favorite was his dad after the crab legs incident felt that Florida State needed to have a chaperone with him twenty four hours a day. Really, isn't he a grown man? I didn't know that he needed a babysitter. And obviously, his father was right, but his elevator obviously doesn't stop at all floors, and. Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens moving forward here because before the NFL draft, we still have at least eight more months for this moron to get in trouble. Yeah, and, and he keeps saying that this is like he's learned from his mistake and this is the, the, last, the last time, and it's been the last time for about four times now. And, and that, that's the thing. He, he keeps getting uh, second and third chances. FSU is not going to do anything about this from a disciplinary standpoint. I mean, this is a slap on the wrist. The guy hey, they might suspend him for six baseball games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just absolutely. Uh, th- th- there's no enforcement here. But NFL teams, they're in a really tough time right now with him making these remarks and, and what's happening with 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 Ray Rice and with Adrian Peterson. They just they, they can't uh, have this. This guy's a liability to any program. Uh, you want to know my theory? Uh, I'm sorry. Better than what? You want to know my theory? I think he got up and yelled out those words to be a distraction because there might have been a Publix across the street and he was having a buddy steal crab legs and he was <laughs> he was acting as a distraction. That's my theory. It, it could be a diversionary tactic for him to, to, to shoplift more cl- crab legs, but I, I'll tell you what, you know, I haven't gotten to my pick. I, I'm going to say that I will uh, take Florida State in the points. I think that they probably do have a backup. Um, I like the, the, the line coming down. Um, on the, the Winston news. I don't think it's going to have a huge impact. I, I like how FSU in the 90s stood for Free Shoes University, and in the 2014 it stands for Free Shellfish University. Yeah, or Free Seafood University, depending on that how, work, how it That works, too. That, that works, that works. But as I said, um, uh, you know, we're, that, that's the last game that we've got. Or, or... Or Winston, he thinks FSU today stands for Free Speech University. <laughs> he's got a lot of uh, he's, he's got a lot of ideas there, and it's going to be intriguing. This this story is uh, he's a walking wreck, and I, I think we are going to find that, that his his elevator doesn't go to all floors uh, uh, later on. I think he's got some mental problems, but uh, uh, hopefully the kid gets it together uh, for his own sake. You know, interestingly, he said uh, last year that he wasn't going to get a big head like uh, uh, Johnny Football. And he compared himself to Manziel. And frankly, after this, Manziel looks like the better guy. Uh, Manziel's a choir boy compared to Winston. 
Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Smokey, you got the last word. Uh, anything, any, anything to close us out? Yeah, just, you know, reach on out to us. Uh, again, hit us up through email at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com or tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB and uh, let us know what you want us to talk about out there in the college football world. All right, very good, very good. Well, for another week, we're out. Uh, we'll see how the picks do and, and keep the money rolling. Later. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power.